Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Austin Cook. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Austin. Hey, how you guys doing? We're good. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. Good. I can't complain. Yeah. Awesome. Excited to be here. So I like it. I like it. What uh, What exactly do you do? So, you know, I wear a few different hats, all kind of regarding real estate, of course. Um, first off, you know, I'm a real estate developer. Uh, something's a little bit different than the usual, uh, meaning, you know, I take pieces of land and I turn them into something. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll do some lot splits. Maybe we'll do a planned urban development. Um, sometimes we sell them off to like Pulte homes or MI homes, and sometimes we build on them ourselves. Um, you know, on top of that, I do uh, quite a few fix and flips and uh, buy and holds. Um, and of course, I'm a realtor as well. Awesome. What'd you do first? So it's kind of funny how I first, it kind of started with being a realtor, but uh, it's not really what I intended. Um, yeah. So I should kind of start off saying my father's been in the business for about 44 years. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, he's a big time developer. Uh, before the recession, he was the sixth largest developer in the state of Michigan. Um, he was the largest private developer. Um, and essentially, you know, he lost everything in the recession. And that's when I was in high school. And I kind of saw this kind of side of real estate that not a lot of people see. Um, I saw him lose everything and just so stressed out all the yep. time, always working hard and losing it all. So I never wanted to go into real estate. Um, <laughs> what did you want to do? <laughs> so, you know, I didn't really know. All I knew is that I was supposed to go to college, get a degree. So I went to University of Michigan. I got a degree um, in mathematics and I had no idea what I was supposed to do with it. Um, <laughs> so I actually, when I graduated college three years ago from this month, um, I'm really oh, nice. into rock climbing. So I uh, jumped in my car and I traveled around the country for nine months. Oh, wow. wow. I climbed in 38 states. Wow. And I ended up falling, breaking my foot, coming home. And I was like, okay, well, I'm out for three months till I can start climbing again. I need to get a job. Yeah. So, um, you know, I found this job at the solar company. So I started uh, started there and I was there for only three months. But uh, what I was doing is I was selling solar panels. Mm -hmm. So I was going, um, basically there was a cold call team and they would cold call people and be like, yeah, do you want solar panels? And they're like, sure. Mm -hmm. Or not sure, but you know, or send someone yeah, out. I'm right. interested <laughs> And uh, so I was the guy that would come to their house, show up at their house, knock on their door, come on in and um, give them a whole presentation on solar panels. I've never sold a thing in my life before this. Uh, so it was really intimidating. <laughs> I bet. But that was kind of my first kind of introduction into sales. Um, so from there, um, I realized that people kept asking me a question. People kept asking me, is my insurance policy going to go up? My insurance rate? And I had no idea what the answer was. I was like, I don't know. So essentially, I started doing research into this. And I realized that Michigan, you know, has like one of the highest insurance rates in the country. So what I did is I got my insurance license. So I'd go and I'd sell solar panels. And then with that, if I knew that if I could beat their current rate on their insurance, that's all people care about in Michigan is the rate. <laughs> so then I could sell them an insurance policy as well. Oh, dang. <laughs> so I started selling them the solar panels and an insurance policy to go with it. So I was kind of double dipping. Um, and then I realized, well, it's so much easier to sell an insurance policy than it is to sell solar panels. So after doing that for three months, I went full-time into selling insurance and I just started cold calling. Um, you know, I got like a triple line dialer going and I just started making calls. And um, 
quickly, I became one of the top salesmen uh, for Allstate in Southeast Michigan. Um, and I was there for about four months, but then I realized it just, it wasn't really fulfilling. Um, yeah. You know, I was sitting in a, in a little cubicle for nine hours a day making cold calls. And, you know, I was only getting like a hundred dollars a deal where I realized some of these realtors, um, cause I started working with a couple of realtors um, that I got hooked up through my dad. Um, and they were making like, you know, quite a bit more for selling a house. So they would sell a new house and, you know, they would get $5,000 and I would get, you know, 50 bucks for writing the insurance <laughs> policy for this new house. So I was like, something's not right here. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up, you know, kind of going against something I always said I wouldn't do and talking to my dad about joining his real estate uh, kind of team. I was like, dad, there, there might be something here. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm seeing the potential house. now, he says. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, these guys are making, you know, $5,000 on a house. I'm making 50 for selling their insurance policy. I was like, you know, how, do you think I could, this is something I could do? He's like, yeah, of course. He goes, go get your insurance light or your uh, real estate license. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Isn't that so funny went, how sometimes that goes full circle like that? <laughs> I know. I was rebelling the business for so long. I was like, I don't want anything to do with that. I see how stressed <laughs> this guy is. And, uh, and then it just kind of came to it. So I got my real estate license and that was like, now what do I do? My dad's like, well, um, he goes, you, you look at the legal newspaper, find people that are going into foreclosure and knock on their door. And of course, this is like the way you did it back in like the eighties when he was doing it. Yeah. Uh, so I went to the legal newspaper, knocked on this lady's door and, uh, you know, I told her about what was happening. She was going to lose her house. And, um, I was like, we got to sell your house. I had no idea what I was talking about, <laughs> but, uh, I just knew that she was going to lose her house. And if she didn't sell it, the bank would take it. So we put it on the market. And, uh, you know, we put it on for like, it was like a little kind of really junky place, um, in Plymouth. And, uh, we put it on for like, this was two years ago now, put it on for, well, a little less than two years, but put it on for 200,000. And the next day we had an offer for 180 huh. and, um, the lady was like, okay, I'll take it. So I was like, I went to my dad. I was like, oh, well, what do I do now? You know, I was only licensed for like three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? They said that they want the house for 180. She said she'll take it. And he's like, well, he goes, well, look at this. He's like, what if we told her, what if I helped you out? And he's like, I could give you a loan here. And he's like, I'll give you a loan. And you could tell her that you'll match that 180 cash. You can buy the house. And he goes, it needs a lot of work, right? And I was like, yeah. And then, so he went through the house with me and we kind of estimated it needed about $40,000 worth of work. But then after that, you know, it might be worth about 260 or so. Um, so, you know, we could renovate it, sell it and make 40,000 instead, or I could get my, you know, $6,000 commission, whatever. Um, so I was like, okay, yeah, if you'll give me a loan, sure. I'll, I'll try it out. See what I could do. I'm not very handy, <laughs> but I can learn. I'll make it work. Um, so I ended up purchasing the house. Um, and this is like my third week in real estate. And uh, I purchased this house. I had no idea what I was doing. I started paying my dad monthly payments on it. And I was like, oh, shoot. Um, that wasn't what yeah. I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I might be in over my head here. And then my dad, he kind of looked at me and he was like, so, you know, this is a junky house. But he goes, what's the size of that lot? And I was like, it's, um, I had no idea. So I went and looked it up. It was like 100 feet by 120 feet. And he goes, no, check the zoning ordinance. I was like, okay. So I looked and I was like, well, it's like 50 by, you know, the, the minimum road front is just 50 foot. He goes, okay. So your minimum road front is 50 foot. You have a hundred feet of road frontage here. You have a junky house anyway. He goes, 
what if you tore that house down and turned that one lot into two littler lots, <laughs> got your builder's license, you <laughs> doing everything all at once. I, right from the so I was like, okay, let's do it. So, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. you're only at it for like three weeks. <laughs> I know. The, so the, the moral of the story is, yeah, that's how I got into this kind of weird development niche um, through my father's guidance and by sheer kind of just luck and taking action right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> a month was, in. <laughs> that was about what? That was about. And that was your very bad. first transaction, right? Yeah, my very first transaction. That was a little, <laughs> little bit less than two years ago. It'll be two years this July. So, uh, and then the rest has just been keeping up that kind of momentum. Yeah. <laughs> Take, <laughs> action, well, if so. you can do that for your first one, you can keep going strong. I know. <laughs> I, well, we'll see. It's it's a lot of work. It, yeah. It's not like, uh, just selling a house. It's a whole different can of worms. But yeah. So, did you end up uh, building on the other one? How'd that go? We got we yeah. got to finish the story so, on that. Yeah, one. you got to finish. <laughs> We're deep into the story now, so you got to finish it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I did. So I ended up, um, you know, I went to, I was like, well, you know, shoot, this is going to cost me, you know, X amount of dollars to build this house. I was like, how am I supposed to do that? And then my dad's like, well, we're going to, we'll give you a loan again for this one. I'm like, (laughs) now you got two loans. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, okay, thank you. And um, he goes, I'm just going to do it for this one. He's like, you got to prove to me that you can do this. And I was like, Okay, I'll do it. So, uh, you know, I went and got everything lined up. I uh, basically, he kind of walked me through what to do because, you know, he's built about 2,000 houses. Um, so, you know, he kind of walked me through what to do. And I, I don't know, I just did everything. I built the house. I put it on the market. Actually, um, this past August, I put it on the market, um, August 2020. And, uh, you know, I had it sold in a couple of days. Um, and people liked it so much that they wanted to buy the house next door. And I haven't even started it yet. So then I was like, well, I don't really have the money. I, I don't know if I'm going to get another loan here to do this. Um, so I was kind of like brainstorming. And my dad was like, oh, no, it's simple. He said, you have to get them to buy it on a construction loan. And then they'll pay for the construction of this house next door. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> so these other buyers that wanted my spec house that are already built, they wanted me to build the exact same thing next door and they were willing to get a construction loan. So the construction loan was great because we got all the money up front to build the house and all the, you know, kind of the money, the profit up front. So basically I took the profit I had from, you know, building these two and I started farming that neighborhood. Um, So basically I have door hangers that go out every month. I have postcards that go out every month. um, And I actually door knock and cold call this neighborhood too. And, uh, all of a sudden, this other dude dude called me and he was like, yeah, I need to sell my house ASAP. And I was like, perfect. So, um, <laughs> and then he was like, his house was junky too. And it happened to also be on a double lot. So I was like, <laughs> I took the money that I made from. You're like, here we go again. Building. Yep. Repeat yeah, <laughs> I took the money from building these two and I bought that one. And then right away, I tore it down and right away, I just put it right on the market this past, uh, what was it? It was like in January put it right on the market. It wasn't even ready. I actually started building last week, sold it both on construction loans um, so I could get the money up front and then do two more. So now (laughs) I have about eight double lots in this neighborhood. Um, It's your neighborhood now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it just keeps growing. So um, that's awesome. It's kind of how it started and where we're at. So (laughs) it's crazy. Oh yeah. Now I have a bunch of uh, a bunch of people backing me. Um, bunch of different guys you know giving me loans to do these projects and uh 
it's kind of crazy. I wouldn't have thought I'd be here two years ago. I know. Mountains climbing. So I'll start with that one. You're going to Good buy thing this you one broke now. your foot, right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, man, if I wouldn't have broke my foot, I'd still be living out of my van and uh, climbing mountains. So, which, yeah, I mean, that's fun too, but it's yep. different. So. Nice. So over the last couple of years, what is the biggest piece of advice that you have received? I think the biggest piece of advice is just take action. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing my dad told me. He's like, just go knock on the doors. He goes, it doesn't matter if you really know what you're talking about. He goes, these people need your help. So I was like, okay. So I just took action. And I think that's literally the part where so many people get caught up. You yeah. know, they start getting caught up. Oh, well, what if they say this? What am I supposed to say? What if this happens? What do I do? And they have like this whole plan in their head. But really, you know, a plan is great. But at the end of the day, if you don't take the action, nothing will ever happen. Yeah. So I yep. think, you know, that's probably the most important thing uh, I was told right when I started. And it's the thing that, um, you know, I kind of preach today. It's just do it. So that's since awesome. you've been into a couple of bad homes, I mean, you've torn some down because they were too far gone, I'm assuming. What is the worst one you've been to? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I've been to some pretty bad ones. Uh there was this one, uh, you know, this guy called me. He's like, yeah, you know, we need to sell. We have a thing going on in the family, blah, blah, blah. So I get there and I didn't know anyone was going to be home. He's like, yeah, the, the door will be unlocked. And there are boxes lined up to the ceiling of just garbage and garbage bags and food, rotten food all over. Uh, he had a couple of parakeets flying around like <laughs> down the tunnels of the <laughs> uh, boxes. Um and then I, I'm like kind of walking around the house and I, I couldn't even believe I was keeping, kept going this far, but I went to the basement and I turned on the light and there's a guy in the basement, uh, doing drugs in the basement. That is the <laughs> worst in the basement. Yeah, so I, Everyone goes I, to the basement. <laughs> I know I jumped and I was like, oh my God, and I was like, I'm with real estate, real estate. And, uh, and then he's like, real estate. And I was like, yeah. Um, so then I kind of ran out of the house. And <laughs> that, that was the worst house I've ever been into. I've never never uh want to be in that kind of situation again yeah. in the basement <laughs> oh, so that's crazy that's crazy yeah. so going forward in the next couple of years what are, what goals do you um have in mind or what do you want to accomplish in the next couple of years yeah so you know in the next couple of years a big thing that i i mean i really want to accomplish um well two things one i want to grow my rental property portfolio um, you know, right now I have a handful of houses actually in that same neighborhood of the double lots, um, as rental houses. And I really want to grow that portfolio. Um, but one of my more kind of active goals is to get kind of more mainstream in development. Um, so we're working on a big project. I'm helping my dad's actually like, let me almost kind of really take the reins on this project, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, it's a lake home development in South oh, Lyon, nice. that's cool. where we're going to be building 37 uh, million dollar lake homes. Um, wow. Hopefully, coming next year. So, if anyone's listening to this and you're oh, a realtor, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you guys are, you know, you have some buyers here looking for a lake house, we have 37 coming to South Lyon next year. Um, <laughs> it's going to be really exciting, and I, I can't wait to share more about it. Um, but that's one of the biggest things I'm working on right now. As I'm working on that, then I'm also we're working on a second lake development down in Monroe County, um, where we're going to be building 18 lake homes. 
and uh, they're actually going to be very affordable because uh, it's Monroe County. Um, you know, where <laughs> things are much cheaper there. So it's it's really cool. And I'm excited to uh, kind of get more into, um, you know, some kind of more niche development stuff like on the lakes. And uh, it's kind yeah. of what I'm really kind of setting my sights to for the next couple of years. Yeah, that's exciting. You've got some big plans coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I like really it. Excited. I like it. So let's say you had to start all over today and you had all that knowledge you have now. How would you spend that first thousand dollars? Oh, well, how are you going to go buy a house with that? Well, you didn't have to, you had that pulled off easy. (laughs) Yes, I got, so I'm very fortunate in that, you know, I have a mentor. um, My my father is my mentor and, you know, he was willing to, you know, kind of give me a loan on my first big project. Um, You know, most people don't really have that inbuilt support system. Yeah. So, you know what I would, I would a thousand percent recommend and if I was not in that situation what I would do is I would just go you know go to like the the nicer restaurants go to the nicer golf courses go to the nicer gym whatever build some relationships with some you know people that have a little bit more money um kind of tell them what you're doing and partner up with someone that's already doing it so then what you can do is you can bring the funds um you can bring the connections to fund it and then you could kind of connect the people together and just be the middleman um, is what I would have probably done if I didn't have my, my inbuilt support system here. Um, but, uh, you know, since I do have that support system, it's hard to say what I would have done differently. Cause I, I probably would not have spent so much time trying to get like buyer leads and listings. Um, to be honest, it's, it's a great source of income and it's a great way to, you know, uh, really kind of, uh, help the market all around, help people, help individual families. But uh, I found that, you know, doing these bigger deals, uh, but less of them is a lot more fulfilling when you're actually, you know, creating a home for a family when there was no home there before. And then, uh, you know, seeing how excited they get when they get there. And then, you know, you know, you're supporting like 60 different contractors along the way. And um, it's just really rewarding. So, I mean, I don't really necessarily know if I would have done much different. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's a tough question. Hey, that's awesome. Is there a, a book, a business book that you may have read that uh, you could recommend anyone? Yes. So my favorite book um, is The Go-Giver. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys, have you guys read that? I have not book read book? that one. I haven't yet. read it. It is so good. I 1000% recommend you guys, especially, you know, as, as business owners read the book. It's super short. Um, it's like a hundred pages and it's very small pages. So you can read it in like two hours. <laughs> and it's such a good book. Um, I mean, it just kind of, it kind of like tells you how to do business ethically and, uh, where your, your roots really need to be. And if your, your roots are in the right place and your intentions are in the right place, then your business will just expand that much faster. And, um, it's just a great book and I 10 out of 10 recommend the go-giver um to everyone awesome go get our copies now <laughs> i like it i like it okay taylor you'll, yeah. you'll like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> how can uh, how can people get a hold of you yeah so i mean if you guys want you just text me or call me my phone number is everywhere so i'm just gonna continue to put it everywhere it's uh <laughs> 734-756-0848 or you can find me on instagram austin cook a-u-s-t-o-n-c-o-o-k um or facebook anything so 
Sweet. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hello? Hello? Are Hello? you there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey, guys. We just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.